intro. Purposely Mimi. Welcome to Purposely Mimi. So pumped to get into today's show because it's partly inspired by one of my favorite things to do in the world, which is to travel. Yay! I couldn't think of anyone better to discuss this topic with than my bestie, Jen! Hi, Hi. that's me. Oh my god, I didn't know when I was supposed to talk. That's perfect. perfect. Okay, good. We've known each other clearly for over 10 years and have seen it all. To think we started as two young girls skipping in the corridors of a copy center Theme staples. You were skipping? Yes, I never skipped. That's what happens. Unless I, I was running away. Well, yeah. Well, we did bond <laughs> over making photocopies. And our disdain for the postal outlet in our vicinity. And um, who could forget our love of the Nut Buster cake? <gasps> oh my gosh, I forgot about the Nut Buster cake. Well, I'm bringing it back. That was the best cake I've ever had. I'm bringing it back. I mean, the name alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nut Buster is so good. <laughs> She's adventurous, silly, and an overall hottie. Couldn't oh my love God. this girl more. This is why yes. you're supposed to tell me what the intro is. What are you talking about? A hottie? Thank you so much for being here, Jen. <laughs> okay, let's move on. I thought I was bad with compliments, but Jen, <sighs> you beat me. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. I'm really glad I have wine now because yeah. I wasn't going to have the wine and now I'm glad no, I do. No, honestly. Obviously, I knew this in advance. I know. Yay! So if you're lucky to find something that you're passionate about in life, which I say do it. That's what I'm trying to figure out, right? So travel is definitely something that makes me feel better. Every time that I come back home from a travel trip, I feel better emotionally, mentally, sexually. I don't know. We have to ask Cameron that. Yeah, but <laughs> I can't answer no. that question okay, for you. Well, I didn't get Don't into it yet. <laughs> well, hands Cameron? down. <laughs> hands down, um, Jen, you travel the most out of everyone that I know, both for work and for, you know, personal leisure, as they say. So tell me, what do you love the most about traveling? Oh my gosh, you just started out with like the <laughs> most loaded question you could possibly ask me and then we break it down okay but what do you love most like about traveling well okay so that's it is a loaded question Mm -hmm. i get asked that frequently yeah but i would say hmm where do i even start i think it's like the sense of adventure and that you get to see something new and something different but i would also say i love different things about travel at different times in my life yeah so, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. so what like, I love about travel right now isn't necessarily what I loved about travel when I started traveling. So what would you say then based off of like now versus when you started? So like Jen, let's say 10 years ago mm-hmm. versus Jen now, what do you love the most now and what did you love the most then? Well, what I love the most 
then was that I got to go to a new place and see new people, experience new things. And I still really love that now. Mm-hmm. But now I really like coming home. Oh. Which before, or at like different stages, I didn't always like coming yeah. back home. That was like the part I dreaded. Because you're always on the plane. And you're like, oh, I have to go back and be in like my crappy, boring life. Where can I go right after this? I have to do like a routine and be normal. That sucks. Yeah. Right? Like sometimes you feel like that. But lately I feel like I like coming home because I appreciate home a lot more now that I've Aww. been to other places. Home is where the heart is. <laughs> She's no? so cheesy. Okay, I, I love this. Place. I love this. Well, you love travel so much that you were inspired to have your own website named Travel and Style. Very appropriate. Your site launched in 2009, and it's more successful now than ever. So, as a spectator from the beginning, seeing that growth is amazing. So, tell me about that experience of combining your travel passion something that you like to do and like actually doing it for the world as far as like on a website oh well that's kind of interesting too because you know like I started my I started travel in style with another friend we both really like traveling together and we both traveling a lot for work and that was why we decided that we wanted to do our own separate thing Mm -hmm. we were both in the same field um so it honestly just started out as kind of a a side project or a hobby because yeah. I think for me personally at the time, I felt like I was restricted in terms of what I could write about and how I could write. And I wanted to be able to um, sort of express my travels in a different way or write about things in a different way. Yeah. And so that's what the blog, it started out just as a blog. That's what um, it was sort of intended to do. Mm-hmm. And then eventually... I started to realize that I could start doing that more on a full-time basis and be able to do some of the things that I really like to do and make money from it. Money, money. Which money money. talks. Everyone likes that, right? And I was getting like some great trip (laughs) offers and stuff. And so it just kind of segued into doing more of that and Mm -hmm. combining the experience that I had from work before in the magazine business and then putting it more on my own passions yeah. instead. Which I think is kind of amazing that you found something that you really just genuinely loved and then found a way to kind of incorporate that in your life, you know, and then share it with people in like a medium. You know what I mean? Which I think is kind of unique because it's not like your day-to-day job as well. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. to be honest, it's not my day-to-day job because I'm scared to make it my day-to-day job because... There's a lot of pressure that goes on that. Like if this was my full-time job and I had to attach a dollar sign to absolutely every single thing that I did on that Mm -hmm. site and I didn't just take a trip offer because I could go somewhere amazing, but I was like, oh, well, I need to make at least 5K off of that trip. That completely changes the whole aspect of travel for me. paycheck and less about being passionate So I kind of like that I'm able to do freelance and consulting and do like my other stuff that sort of pays the bills and it's also stuff that I'm interested in that I like doing, mm-hmm. but I'm not affecting the way I feel about my passion. So then do you feel like because you have worked in the digital media world for so long and that is your like nine to five kind mm-hmm. of job and then incorporating something like to do with travel, which is more of like a passion. Is that more of like 
I don't know. Is that more difficult to do because it's not like your nine to five? Is that because you're working even harder because you you have to do like your regular job? Yeah, it's like having two jobs. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that part, do that? I don't know. Like, sometimes I don't see you for, like, a month. Oh, <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> we were just talking about, like, Thanksgiving. And I yeah, think I'm going to be yeah. away for Thanksgiving. And you guys are going to do, like, a big thing yeah. for Thanksgiving. And so, like. I was just saying, Friendsgiving, we should do that this year. And I then know. you were just like, oh, I'm by the way, way, I might be going to California, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. I know it's amazing but yeah there is a bit of a sacrifice right and I think because I'm not making it my nine to five Mm -hmm. and it's also a travel is not really nine to five anyway like if you think about it you're traveling you're on the go you're on planes like it's like it could never be nine to five yeah I don't think you can ever turn that off really if you're going to be a full-time traveler your schedule is always going to be kind of out of whack but I think doing a nine to five job and then having this on the side is like really fulfilling in a lot of ways, but it's exhausting. Yeah. No, and I've seen it like it is tiring because you you do make the sacrifices. You aren't there at certain events because you're still you still want to fulfill that part of you. Right. Like that travel part of you. And I think a lot of people try to do that with their jobs, but you've kind of successfully have been able to do the job stuff and still have this other passion, which is the travel part. You know, as part of the career portion, whether you've intended that or not, has that even been like an intention? Have you done that on purpose or is it just like happened? To keep the two separate? Yeah. I think subconsciously I've done it on purpose mm. because I'm pretty protective of my travel stuff. And yeah. I, and like we've talked about this before, like I feel like I am so passionate about it mm-hmm. that I don't want it to become a burden or to feel like something that I have to do yeah which I feel like a lot of times work like a typical work life oh. feels like you have to do it like I have to go here I have to make money I have to pay rent I have Amen to do this to that yeah and I don't I have all these happy memories and and happy feelings and good feelings about travel mm-hmm. and like it sort of helps me grow in a way that I can't grow yeah like in other parts of my career and I can't really grow as a person it helps me grow that way and I feel like I don't want to put money on that I don't want to put a value or a price tag I love on that. that I love that you've like intentionally kept it separate for those reasons because it's a little bit more secret right like that passion or the travel part yeah so like when we worked at Staples <laughs> <Uh-oh>. um, <laughs> the buster cake. No, oh. uh, you were doing internships and hustling while I was I don't know what the what the hell was I doing I, I have no idea but you're doing comes- all the fun things I, I was know. like I felt like I was, I was a drag no. doing all these no, you were doing, no, no, because guess what? When it comes to career, you have such a strong work ethic. And yeah, maybe like in my 20s, I don't know what I was doing. Well, I do know I was having fun. Yeah, you were but, having so much fun. But that's not fair. I was so jealous because of all the fun what? you were having. It's paid off in your 30s, right? Because, Has it? I, because I'm doing a podcast on finding purpose and I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, but this, this is, is the thing. thing. This is okay. why. This is. <laughs> okay this is the thing though okay we talk about this all the time i know we do but i don't know what my purpose is i'm still looking for my purpose no you're part not. of me you traveling around is yeah. trying to find my purpose oh oh my god i'm having an aha uh-huh moment uh-huh yeah that's right that's crazy <laughs> 
we oh. talked about this but you know okay but not everybody out there knows i know so do but, you feel then so you don't feel like your identity is wrapped in what you do then like for your career your nine to five working like you know in the digital media world you don't feel like that's part of your identity at all as far as like in wraps with your purpose and what you do totally because i think i mean you know me and for other people like i'm very career focused i'm very work focused and then i i do get really wrapped up in it yeah which is a downfall sometimes for me um because i spend a lot of jen safe space i know i'm admitting (laughs) i get really wrapped up in my work like yeah i do think that i put a lot of emphasis on who i am based on what i do yeah but i do think that that's also why travel is so important to me and I have that separate aspect of my life because I think I I know that in the past I put so much emphasis on my day-to-day career Mm -hmm. and feeling like oh I work for this brand I'm basically this brand right so and now but that I have travel and it's my own thing it's my brand and it's my own identity right so I think having that separate Mm -hmm. it still like keeps me wrapped up in like what I do is a big part of who I am, but at least now I have part of what I do is mine and my decision making, right? Yeah, because it's not, okay, so you do kind of like understand that part of your identity for you, like you've just said, is a little bit part of with what you do. Like that is a little bit wrapped up in it, but you've consciously made the effort to also include this other passion that you love and incorporate that more and more in your life so that you don't lose yourself with just like being a job, which I think a lot of us do like feel like I know for me, I feel like, oh, I want to figure out what it is that I'm supposed to do because I think that's going to make me feel better about my life even though I do have a lot of things to be thankful for and whatnot you know but you do want to feel like well what am I doing what's the point but I still I I still wake up every day and I don't know what I'm doing oh my god I d- but I feel like that's the whole point oh, of purpose is yeah, that your whole totally. life I don't think maybe I'm wrong and maybe this is just my thought process mm-hmm. but the whole point of life is to figure out is to keep trying to find that purpose yeah I don't know. Like, that's how you keep growing because you keep looking for it and you keep trying to find it. We were just and watching I do that through Finding travel. Nemo. Finding Nemo. I know. Oh, my God. Nemo. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Like, I just... Like, like honestly, just listen like, to Dory. Oh, my God. Podcast done. <laughs> listen to Dory. <laughs> See you guys never... Yeah, like, this is crazy, but that's But don't so you think... True. Don't no, you think, for like, sure. I feel like you're in this constant pursuit of finding yeah. your purpose. Yeah, I am. I'm always and I like think asking you, think, you. You think I have a purpose yeah. and I'm like, I don't think I found my purpose. I, I know don't that know. you don't necessarily, you're not perfect by any means, listeners. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Where I'm is this kidding. going? It's a good thing we're. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, it's I'm okay. Really she kidding, talks like this to me all the time. <laughs> no, I, I oh my God. It. I'm just going to drink some more wine. All right. All right. All right. But. I do think that, yeah, it's not so black and white. Like, there's so much more to it. Even if on the outside it looks like you kind of know what you're doing. I think a lot of us, yeah, we don't really know. But I'm always so interested when people find things that they really love to do and they kind of pursue it, which is why I love that you figured out a way to pursue your passion, even if it's not in, like, the most traditional, like, job aspect nine to five or whatever you're still so like hungry to kind of keep going 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 pursuing 
that love that you have, you know? But don't you think that it's also, like, I'm very passionate about travel, but yeah. I am passionate about digital. I'm passionate about, like, my 9 to 5 job That's as well. Amazing. Because you can have more than one passion that you want to pursue. Yes. So, Jen, how do I do that? She's <laughs> like, bitch, get it together. <laughs> like, you want to hear for this? Jesus, that's a really hard question. I'm only kidding. I'm, I won't put you on the spot. No, yet, but you have. But, yeah. I. You have a lot of different passions. I know I this. Do? There are certain... You do. Okay. What do you yeah, mean? You I do. do. You I do. do. You have a lot of different passions. Yeah. This is probably going to be one of them because you. I think you really like talking to people and finding out their story. Like, that's a passion and you're I finding don't... a way to express that passion by doing this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's so true. I am... Another aha <laughs> uh-huh moment brought to you by <laughs> Jennifer Weatherhead Harrington. <laughs> no, no, no. Too You're many, welcome. Too many, too many. I'll come back anytime. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. Okay, yes, you do need to come back. But do you think your travel, like your travel experience, have, like have they shaped your life's purpose? Like, do you think that travel then for sure gives you purpose in your life? It's one of Absolutely. the elements, right? Yeah. Hands I down. actually think that travel hmm. would give most people some sort of purpose everyone's gonna have a different purpose that comes yeah, out of their travel because totally. everyone's gonna have a different experience no different matter where you go right yeah but i do think that travel is one of those transformative things that you can't quite maybe put into words and in how it changes people mm-hmm. but i think that you know even if you're someone who hasn't been well traveled for most of your life once you start traveling you'll see yeah how big of a difference it can make and how big of an impact it can have on your personal life and the way you think of things the way you view things I mean even for me to now be like so grateful and happy to come home yeah it's because I see certain things in other places where I'm like I'm very very fortunate yeah to live yeah. where I live and to have the life that I have and to come back to an amazing place you know like yeah. that's Something that I feel like you can take for granted if you don't go out and explore and see other things. No, I love that. With over 60 countries traveled, I can't believe you've traveled to so many. I have so many more to get to. I'm stressed out because I haven't been to a new country yet this year and it's really stressing me out. Like, please do not tell me. I can't even. (laughs) I know. It sounds like a bad problem, but I'm like, do you see me? I'm like physically like upset. I travel a lot. I'm like, yeah, 60 countries. You're only in your 30s. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of places, right? There's still a lot more to see, but I understand yeah. that it's a lot compared well, to... Well, I think there's like 220... There, I think there's or, 193. Oh, okay. Well, damn. Well, you have traveled to 60 of them, so I guess you would know. But so it's no surprise I that I think you, I'm not 100... No, I think you're... I don't know. I thought it was over 200 for some reason, but I think you're probably right. What do Can I know? our Cameron producer is like Google it? Like Googling, oh my god, Cameron! What have you so... been doing this whole time? <gasps> Leave me alone. Fact check. Come well, on. <laughs> it's no surprise that you've become this kind of travel expert and sharing your wisdom through the different mediums. So, what is it like going on like a TV show or anything like that, and then being the expert on travel? What does that feel like? Oh, because I want to be good at just one thing and then just talk about it. Oh, no. OK, that didn't mean to sound so sad. It was supposed to be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, well, okay, wait, what was the question? Like, what does it feel like to 
have this amazing thing that you love that you're passionate about and then going on like tv shows or doing an interview about that and like i don't know teaching people about the different places you've been and what to do and like tips like well that part of it you know because now you're kind of an expert in this field specifically i mean it's nice to be known as an expert for something that you're passionate about and something that you want to keep pursuing and doing yeah but i would say that I love traveling so much and I really do think people need to travel more that I'm really excited. I'm really happy to tell people in any way, yeah. like on TV or radio or whatever. I'm happy, like I get excited about someone going on a potential trip or if someone asks me like, where should I go? I want to go someplace hot or I want to go to like a really cool city that most people wouldn't go to. Like I love helping someone plan that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of see it as it's like it can be a lot of work to do those things and it can be a little nerve wracking, but yeah it's like exciting for me to be able to hopefully inspire people to yeah. want to travel more because I you're want so people good to... at it too like you're I think when you talk about it you could tell that you love it which oh, I really? think is the, yeah that's the most important thing I probably just sound like a giddy like little kid that's amazing <laughs> then you're hitting me am I part of that demographic no I don't know. <laughs> but yeah no but I think it does show right so I think it's cool that you are able to express that and like teach people about you know hopefully i mean hopefully people like also well not everyone is going to like everything you suggest but i hope that it does inspire people or if people look Mm -hmm. at my social media channels or on the website or read something i hope that they feel as passionate about going somewhere as i do like there are certain places that i've been to even recently like you know i talk about el salvador all the time because it was an unexpected place for me to go. And then that I ended up loved. loving it. And yeah. I know people are so concerned about going because they're worried about if it's safe and all of yeah. that kind of thing. And it's a really amazing country. It's totally safe and it's fine and it's beautiful and people would love it and they would have a great time. They just need to be aware. More exposed to it. Yeah. Right? I feel like everyone know. just sees yeah. such negativity about places these days, especially mm-hmm. in the news, that it's nice to like actually see the flip side and that... Mm-hmm there are really incredible places that you can go to. And you can't really judge it un- unless you know. But then how would you know if you've never experienced it or no one that you know? So yeah. it's kind of cool that you can impart that, right? But we've done our fair share of trips, like a lot. Barcelona, Woo! Amsterdam, Iceland, Denmark, My London. God, those are the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> Montreal, um, New York. We've even gone to Thailand. Which, that no. was a fun, fun trip. So which trip together that we've done, group or alone, was your favorite? <laughs> Jen, why are you laughing? <laughs> um, hmm. I'm going to separate them from yeah. group trips and then ones that we just did together. Oh. Okay. So group trips, mm-hmm. I think probably Thailand was probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I was there. Cameron Not necessarily because Cam was there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shout out to Cam. I really like Cam Aww. secretly. Um, yeah, no, he was all right. That was good. No, but it was a good trip. Like it was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it was the perfect mix of like getting to do nightlife stuff and have a big city vibe, and then we did a lot of beach things, and we had like that party. Um, like oh, when the, we went out um, on well, Kopi P. Yeah, me, Yuzi, and Henry were Not like Cameron different. Not yeah, Cameron and Justin. Were, like, they were being grandpas. Um, as you know. per usual. But <laughs> <laughs> like we, we know who the fun ones are in the group. 
Oh my god. <laughs> um, we went. Um, well, we were co peepee. Yes. And buckets are a huge thing. It, very like all the tourists, whatever. Everyone's drinking out of a bucket, and so we would have like one, two, three, four, because it was the four of us. And yeah. We were like, okay, you're one, two, like straws. So he gets to sip first. From yeah. The we all bucket. had our own straw. It was very bizarre. And, and now I'm just like, why were we so concerned about the straw? I'm pretty sure that bucket was contaminated with some like, stranger's crap. Like, oh, I don't know. We were but, very concerned. Oh God. <laughs> like, I will never forget um, us basically, like, I forced, I remember Henry as well, like, forced everyone to go out dancing the night before in Chiang Mai and then the following day having to go <laughs> cooking school or cooking class like- yes i was so happy with my curry <laughs> i made such a lovely cameron was- spicy curry and cameron was sleeping. not impressed with it and he was sleeping on the pillows and i kept saying cameron my curry it's so good it's so spicy <laughs> he did not delicious. listen to me at all anyway oh, yeah anyways oh, Side note. not to bring mm-hmm. up or weird travel stories but iceland too i think that was my favorite with us iceland and copenhagen is my favorite one for the two of us because i think that was the first time we had traveled just the two of us right i think so and um the fishermen definitely (laughs) are we gonna tell that story well okay (laughs) where we put random things in our mouths as in like drugs of some kind that doesn't make it sound any better basically Um. we were in okay so now i have to save this as (laughs) um so we were in Reykjavik, iceland and we were at a bar it's a very lovely town very lovely we had an amazing time and everyone's so friendly they came to our table like these um fishermen and they were from northern iceland yeah and like the they had like their friends with them it was Mm -hmm. like a lot of fun and they were asking us to try um, well, they kept sniffing like the stuff off like of their tissue the paper hand of, that was like they kept wrapped up. Putting it in their but hand, it wasn't anything hardcore. It. it wasn't like a really big drug or anything like that. It seemed like a very like doable. They <laughs> said that they got it at the grocery store and that yeah. it was like it was a tobacco or and, something. And but we said, didn't know at the time that it was tobacco. Said, we just <laughs> thought it was this random <laughs> stuff they were putting in their mouths and up their nose, and well, we thought no, it, not up their nose. They said they put it in your inner lip. But the guy snorted it. Okay, one of the guys snorted it, but you know that guy and whatever. But the other ones were like, oh, just put it in your inner mouth and just leave it there. And then we both did. And because me and Jen, we do everything together, okay? We were like, one, two, three, put it in. (laughs) And then it literally started to tingle. And then we just, it just started to fall. There must have been like so much black stuff like coming out of our mouths it was not a pretty picture Um, it was like a but then anyways the point is we found out later that it was like some kind of like a tobacco yeah it was some kind of tobacco like that very tingly and um it was a great experience Uh, that was lovely (laughs) everyone was very hospitable (laughs) boyfriends were very happy when we told them that story when we got back cameron just were not very very happy with that But um, I won't even get into the London and the hat story because after that, <laughs> I can't get into that. <laughs> but um, so. Are you going to go into our tricky travel no, situation? Uh, because all of our travel stuff has been amazing. Okay, Jen? But I, I thought we were going to. Okay. Maybe we will. No, we have to be honest because, no, like, know, you have I to be know. honest was, when I you travel gonna, with of people. Course, of course. Right? Jen, like, I'm it doesn't kidding. always go as planned. No, I know. I know. Like, it does. 
kind of get messy. So I was going to get into this after, but Jen. Okay, we'll really do it in whatever order into... you want to no, do it. No, no, in. no, Jen. Now we're going to get in. Can I have a big sip it. of wine? First? Have okay. a big sip. Not a medium sip. That was a big one. Okay, all right, all right, wait. Okay, I'm ready. So you're ready. Okay, so, well, you know that when you travel, you really get to know people. So I'll start off lightly with the bad (laughs) travel stuff. Okay, Jen? You know. (laughs) Like, I feel like there's, like, a light right up. Where is this going to air? (laughs) Everywhere. Um, So you know that when we've traveled together... Do I like the lights on when I sleep? Yes, I do. Like all uh, of them. No, 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 no. Not anymore. <laughs> you've used a flashlight on your cell phone and you've put it in my face. You're like, it's I can't dark, see. pitch black. I have to sleep with the TV on. Or if the TV's not on, then um, it's going to be a problem. But uh, when I travel with Jen, she likes everything off. She likes the lights off. She likes the TV off. She likes the music off. I'm like, oh, my God, where's the ambiance? I need to go to sleep. Oh, my God. I need to go to sleep. In some quiet. Where's the ambiance? Oh, my God. She knows my bad habits. And even, like, if I'm in the room and, like, I don't know, uh, we're just hanging out. I, I need to have the TV on in the back. That's fine. I'm while okay I with do that. other things. Um, so which out of my habits annoy you the most? Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, okay. Wait. Hold the train, yes. Not that it annoys me. I just like I don't quite get it because it's not what mm. I do and you don't quite get what I do because it's not what you do. Yes. The TV thing, like falling asleep with the TV well, on. Hates it because it like flashes. It's even more distracting than just having a normal light on because it's like all the different flashing and I'm like it's very mm-hmm. distracting to me but you know what worked out really well was when we were in London and you mm. um you had your iPad and you had your shows on there and then you would oh. fall asleep did Jen's voice just turn British there <laughs> 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 Jen, do you remember that time <laughs> it was amazing like Jen that, okay. that happened it's you guys know me. You know that sometimes that happens. <laughs> I don't know why cool. you need to it point it out. It, it, it totally did happen. Thank you so much, Cameron. Yes, oh, yes. Thank happened. you so much, Cameron. I'm so glad that he's the sound engineer. <laughs> but you did. It, your voice changed. You like accents. But you know that that's what happens. I know that you know happens. that I really love oh, London and England. London, and so I talk about it all the time. Yeah. And that no, no, kind no, of I accent. Love, I can't help it. And I do. And I also. And I <laughs> loved London as well. And yes, I was better with the electronics. Yes, because you brought your own little. I thought that was a perfect like mm-hmm. way to do it i don't know how you felt about it you were probably like no i still need my big tv and the noise but for me that was a lot better yeah so these are the things that annoy me no but i know what you mean like i think it's that is one thing that you have to learn when you do travel with someone because i think like if you travel with like your boyfriends or girlfriends or partners or whatever like it's very there is like you're farting on them or whatever it is did it's you fart on me no. at some point obviously <laughs> you, you think i fell asleep Jen? <laughs> Here, i think i'm just like falling asleep and you're farting on me oh my <laughs> god that's why you're like always on my side of the bed no i have a thing i can't i get like nervous i get like oh i can only fart in front of like certain people anyways that's a whole other story i think that's a, a whole other podcast it's podcast a- about purpose and finding your purpose with like, feeling comfortable with feeling comfortable yeah. with farting oh uh, you but- know you found your purpose if you can fart in front of anyone yeah well actually i do think there's a freedom but anyways that's a whole other yeah, thing that's true. but i 
do think that when you do travel and like there are the negative portions of it, you do get to know your friends a lot better, right? And I think for me and you, yeah, even like those little annoyances that I did or like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. You get hangry a lot. Oh, no. I, Let's get Absolutely. Real. Oh, my God. Hangry. Jen's like, oh, I haven't eaten in like 35 minutes. No, like I'm she's not even joking. You. I'm not even going to pretend that doesn't happen. It happens a lot, guys. <laughs> I need to eat. I need to eat a lot. Yeah. And I need to eat in frequent times. I like yeah. It's a known thing. I get yes. very hangry. Yes. I've started but to pack more But you see it more snack. when you travel. Well, because yes, you, because you're, I, yeah. But you're, you're also like some bionic woman who doesn't need to eat until <laughs> 2 p.m. No, that's not true. I've gotten a lot better than that. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like, I don't need to eat as You don't much, need to eat as much, but I need but to eat. Otherwise, I just get like, I can't focus. I feel faint. Like, I know that's a problem I have when I travel is finding food because I'm constantly, mm. like Justin says, you need to feed the beast. He calls me a beast <laughs> because I need to eat like all that's the time. True. That's true. Oh, I literally have to eat all the time. Cute. I'm always hungry. You know, me. I'm, literally, I would yeah, eat a yeah. bagel, stuff my face full of oh, bagels. What? Bagel. A bagel. <laughs> a bagel. Bagels are delicious. <laughs> Did I not pronounce it no, correctly? You pronounced it beautifully. Don't listen I would to stuff my face with a bagel and 40 minutes later, mm-hmm. I would be hungry again. Like, this is my life. I'm hungry all the time. Yeah. But you see it, like, in real time all the time. I know. Yeah. I'm so but sorry about that. No, I apologize. But that I do that I'm like, oh, my God, I, I put like camera through that like even now we have the tv timer on yeah for when i go to bed so that apparently the blue lights or whatever is really bad for you so we're i'm trying to work on the tv off after a certain time but i think that comes from like when i lived on my own yeah and i don't know i just never got over that because i always slept with the tv i didn't care about the electricity bill um, I was just like, oh my god, I feel like it just it became a comfort thing, and then I just think I just never quite weaned off of that. No, that makes sense. It does, but it's really sad. Like, I need to get over that and like be more like I'm a grown up. I don't need the light to. No, but you know, it's like a habit. Like everyone has those little yeah, yeah comfort yeah. habits, right? Yeah. Like I, sl- you also know this because we traveled and shared a bed together yes i have like Multiple 20 times. i usually have like 10 kleenexes in each hand i love it though because, <laughs> because i just really like to hold the kleenexes like i like to hold something in my hands and yeah. so i like grab kleenexes you accept these things like other people like sometimes people bring me kleenexes so i can hold them you should do that next time oh my god yeah. <laughs> i'm like literally getting a list of things to do <laughs> but okay we're gonna get into the uglier side Oh boy, that that was pretty ugly. You no. farted on me. I have no, Kleenexes. I'm hanging. I never ever did. I, said, I think oh you God. like basically admitted to the world that you farted on me. I wish we I traveling. did. Now I really wish I did, and I wish it was like stinky and like oh, but I it, oh, I really wish. But don't you worry, it's gonna come. You don't know when it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Anyways, uh. To be continued on, on that realm. To be continued. Oh, my god! Because that's going to happen. <clears throat> yes, but... I will come back and talk about this on your podcast after the fart happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, one, I, I do want to know how it feels for someone else. But anyways, okay. That's like Okay, that's just like a, a whole other thing. But, so gross. Um, so I do think that when you do travel together and you are close friends, sometimes it can put you in uncomfortable situations. 
Like, with us specifically, we rarely fight, right? But, wait, right? Jen? <laughs> no! I'm kidding! <laughs> the no, fact you took over the edge, I knew it! Oh, I knew it! I'm <laughs> kidding! No, I think, like, in our, I don't know how many years of friendship. Like, over 10 years. Over 10 like, years of yeah, friendship. Like 12 years. We, I could count on one hand how many times we've had yeah. an argument. So what do you think it is with us? Like, I okay, this is one of my things. Is that we, if me and Jen were the kinds of people we just like, we want to have a good time. Life is short, no drama. But if something is lingering in the shadows, okay, and then so you fucking her. go on a trip with her, <laughs> she goes on a trip with me. Things happen. But- Unresolved issues come up, whether you want to or not. It's like you can't even help it. I don't know what it is about traveling and unresolved issues. They just seem to fester and they kind of... What do you think that's about? Well, I think you're you're suddenly like in elements where it's literally just the two of you and you're spending 24-7 together. Mm -hmm. Whether that's like the two of us or like you with your significant other or a family member, you don't normally spend that much time with one person. If you do on a day-to-day basis, I mean, I don't know if that's really particularly healthy, but like when you're traveling, you're kind of forced to spend all this time with this other person. And I think because you're removed from everything else and it's just the two of you, that's when, you know, unresolved issues or certain things or feelings or whatever can kind of bubble up. And I think for us, (laughs) we had... I think because, well, at least I'm speaking from my perspective, too, but the fact that we haven't really had that many fights or arguments in the past, it can be tricky because you're not sure how to navigate it, right? Because people you have arguments with on a regular basis, you know what to expect, you kind of know how, like, what you can say, what you can't say, like, what buttons you're pushing and that kind of thing, but when you don't have that sort of constant argument kind of thing happening you're not quite sure what to do Jen if you're not feeling fighting well all the time totally don't i seem like <laughs> someone who just wants to fight pick fights i've been in pick fights with cameron all the time but that's different um but yeah yeah so i feel like it was just sometimes it can be a bit weird because it's like well i don't even know how to fight with you but then we would have like that just made really bad communication Right. And yeah. then all of that miscommunication just but made I, everything worse. And then it just kind of comes out all at once. And then we're like, Bleh. but I think it's interesting that like it comes out during like trips or travel, you know, situations because it's not like intentional. But I think like it, it goes to show that if you, you do have to know who you are traveling with. And I mm-hmm. think we're lucky that we do genuinely care about each other. And then when we do travel, it's like oh it's like okay bitch we can't get away from this we need to like talk about this or whatever even if we don't talk about it that moment which i know like sometimes believe it or not i talk a lot i was just going to say but i will shut down this one over here to certain gives you the silent treatment when she's really pissed off at you like no other yeah Yeah. like no other like i'm having a conversation by myself (laughs) and she's just like looking at me like "Uh uh-huh no but i'm I'm extremes (laughs) though but i know how i am i'm either like I'm so angry that it's like I see things and then I'll regret them. And it's like it could get like, ah, I'm like, or 
shut down and then and then like oh because she's a robot robot. i'm just like and i will i just can't i I just like check out mentally everything which is not good but i do think that one thing that i've learned so much about myself and this is partly why i love 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 travel is because you do learn more about yourself and like the good parts of you and the bad parts of you and things that you do need to work on and things that you maybe you're happy with or whatever it is but i do know that for us even when we've traveled it's like been helpful even in the negative experiences in a sense because it's like okay well i would rather us talk about certain things that we've had issues with than not talk about them at all you know what i mean yeah and maybe it was travel that like puts them to the surface so travel for the win i think so yeah well, don't you think? Because yeah. I feel like it just forces you to be in a situation where you can't really hide from certain things. Well, I do think like, I don't know if you feel like this with your upbringing, but I feel like with me, it's definitely influenced like my travel experience to an extent. Like, not that my family are normally like, oh, everyone travels or whatever. But, you know, I think like the like immigration aspect for me specifically with my family, like my parents leaving Africa going like Eritrea specifically and then moving to Libya which is where I was born and then living there till I was five and then living from Rome from five to eight I think influenced my travel do you feel like any of that influenced you like your upbringing like wanting to maybe like not live in Halifax or like Nova Scotia and being like oh I don't want to really be here I want to like you know what I mean? Like yeah. Because I, I know for me, I'm not that... I, I don't think I was ever afraid to travel, but I think a part of that is because... Because you were already... Like, yeah, you already did like it I when moved, you were so young. Yeah. I had sort of the opposite of not... I didn't travel at all until mm-hmm. my first big trip um, was when I was 16 and I went to London for, like, a class trip. Yeah, I, I actually went with the yeah. grade. So I went to a really, really small school... Uh, in rural Nova Scotia with, like, the same people from grade primary to grade 12. Like, it was pretty much <laughs> the same people for that length of time. It's a little boring, but also a bit charming. But I, yeah. um, my grade was, they were going to the Dominican Republic for, like, their big Ooh, class trip. Uh. I was so obsessed with England and British history because I was such a little nerd that I wanted to go with a grade ahead of me because they were going to England. So I joined the older kids and I went to London when I was 16 and they were all like 17 and 18, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, That was like my first like real taste of travel and I loved it. But I remember being a kid. I mean, the most we ever did was like drive to New Brunswick to where my grandparents lived from Nova Scotia Mm. so that wasn't like anything really exciting but I always remember being a kid and always being fascinated with maps and um like the encyclopedia and National Geographic because my mom got us a subscription and I loved it and I would read that like from front to back and look at all the pictures and I remember well I don't remember how old were you then like my mom said it was from like when I was really, really little. That's crazy. And, like, isn't that insane that, like, now you as an adult can see that yeah. that was sparked in you as a young kid? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of weird because I feel like, I don't know, it was always there and maybe I didn't have the means to do it mm-hmm. until I got to a certain age and then I could sort of do that on my own. But 
even like I remember my mom saying that she remembered when I was younger, like nine or ten, saying, I'm going to go to Africa Aww. one day before I'm and 30. And you gone like. And then I did go. You've done South Africa. You've done yeah. Kenya. You're. Yeah. You get around. <laughs> if you say so <laughs> but yeah no i think that's cool that like it was influenced from when you were younger because yeah. i don't know i think every we all some people don't even need that influence whatsoever mm. but i think it does sometimes shape it you know what i mean and like the fact that you were able to kind of even like the fact that it was a factor for you that's yeah i always just thought it would be really cool to leave where i was (laughs) too i was always just like i don't want to stay here forever and my grandma always said um like make sure she was just very adamant about going to new places and seeing new things and meeting new people she was just always saying like you need to meet new people you need to see new things so when you okay because you okay where was it that you went to the elephant sanctuary was that uh in kenya it was in kenya that's awesome because i remember well your love of elephants and all of you yeah yeah, you do things for even like your connection with like the big life organization like you are a big i don't know champion of elephants and all really like elephants yeah so do you think like your passion about those causes even like enrich your purpose in life like you even do it when you travel which is amazing yeah, I guess that's yeah. probably like when you say you're trying to find out what your purpose is and all of that kind of stuff. That's something I wake up like doing every morning. I'm like, well, I should be doing something that's more important or that has a bigger impact. And yeah. like, I think my way of doing that is to do stuff for elephants because I, you know, after going to Africa and seeing them up close yeah. and like realizing that their numbers are depleting like crazy and it's mm-hmm. all human basically that's causing all of this like it's poaching it's human encroachment and all of that kind of thing there's just there's a lot that like we can stop it and we can change it and it's one of those things that we can have a direct impact on yeah um but yeah like that definitely came out of traveling so it's like an extra passion that came from a passion yeah which i think like with especially when it comes to like i don't know nonprofit like uh, volunteering things like I've always tried to figure out like a cause that I want to give more back to so the fact that you have that is amazing because I I what would you do what do you want to do I think it would be maybe a little bit more with like the arts maybe like theater it would probably be a little bit more community-based maybe like let's do a play I totally like see that. Like, no, but don't like, you see that? I see like, that. I feel like that's like, what you should do. Like maybe something or reading or yeah, be like I think more like based like that, which I I just like naturally like doing that kind of stuff. But I wanted to ask you, like, because we've been talking about travel for all of this time, you've kind of touched upon this a little bit, but. What would you tell someone who's never, ever traveled, okay? Um, What would you say to convince them? Because, like, there's a lot of reasons not to, right? There's financial, because traveling is expensive. It is a privilege, really. Like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, there's some good deals or whatever. But um, it doesn't go unnoticed with me that, like, it it isn't for everyone. Um, So what would you kind of 
say to someone to convince them that this is kind of going to enrich their lives for the better? Well, I think financially, a lot of people think that... I would say people who don't travel very often automatically assume that it's going to be this huge financial burden. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be that. Um, You don't have to travel halfway around the world to see something different. True. For people who live in the city, who just stay in the city and don't experience what it's like even to be in rural Canada, um, you can do that, right? And you can get a completely different perspective. And that Mm -hmm. is like... A manageable amount of travel for most people totally. or if you live in rural somewhere rural like how i grew up yeah. even getting to a bigger city going to montreal or going someplace where they speak a different language or they just do things differently you see different cultures you see different food like that all can change you you don't have to make this huge investment in it yeah. but i do think that i'm a big believer and you should be able to um sort of if you can manage your money and find a way to go to a different country and see something completely different, yeah, you should do that. It's going to be life-changing. Like, you're not going to... I just... I'm a big believer in if you travel somewhere and you, you don't go and just stay on a resort or just do an all-inclusive, if you go and you actually travel somewhere and you see something different, yeah, it has to be impossible for you to come back and not be a different person and not see something differently like, in your life. For the better. For the better. Yeah. Right? I mean, I I would hope it's for the better, but I just feel like travel can really change people. Aww. They just have to be open to that and doing that. And it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to cost a lot. So many people backpack. So many people yeah. stay in no, hostels. That's not necessarily the way I've traveled or the way a lot of people travel, but so many people do. And you can meet so many new people if you're yeah. backpacking or if you're in a hostel or, you know, you can do things a lot more on the budget side of things. No, totally. And just save up and do it and do your research. If you are worried about where you're going to go, if you're worried about safety, the best thing that you can do is just research, research, research. Yeah. A lot I- of warnings are like government warnings yeah. are sometimes can be unfounded right like they just want to make sure that people are protected and people are aware Mm. but can throw people off right obviously every big city no matter what country you're in comes with pros and cons there are safe pockets there are not safe pockets like you just have to be smart smart. yeah and do your research and not stay in a spot that's not that great or not that safe like and you can go to touristy spots like a lot of people complain about oh, there are too many tourists that go to that one spot. But there's a reason why everyone's there, because it's safe and because there's amazing things to see and do. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because I think, like, really it's not about where you go to travel. It's just, like, being open to the idea of it. Mm -hmm. Because there are so many benefits about you learning about yourself, you learning about the world, and just kind of, I don't know. Like, that. part of what I love the most is about that sense of adventure, learning so much about like wherever it is that I'm going but also just kind of like learning more about myself because I think travel just like accidentally does that to you you're just kind of like oh I didn't know that I could do this or like I did you know what I mean like you push yourself out of your comfort zone I was gonna say I think travel can make you feel uncomfortable yeah but that's a good thing because that's when you learn like even on my most recent trip to Washington um we decided that we were going to ride bikes around the city and washington dc has all these circles like these damn roundabouts everywhere (laughs) that look really pretty and they're really 
like lovely yeah. until you have this thought that I'm going to drive a little bicycle around that with all these cars going around. I was terrified to do it yeah. until I got on and I started to do it. And, and I was you like, did it. I did it for two days. It was Yay. such a little thing to be worried about, but I get worried about stuff all yeah. the time. But then and it was so fun. to a lot of places and that like still worried you. So it yeah. does go to show like it's totally normal for people to kind of have that hesitancy. But like it's just a, it's I think it's a little bit of a mental block you right? just have it's to like feel open, you have to be okay feel with open. feeling yeah. uncomfortable yeah yeah and sometimes you feel uncomfortable because you're next to someone on the plane who smells bad okay but well, that's a different story well but, on that no <laughs> we could have a whole conversation about plane etiquette <laughs> no but in all honesty it's been a blast having you here and discussing Everything travel. It's been a trip. (laughs) I'm so glad you said that and not me because I would sound like such a dork. No, it sounds really dorky. But you need to come back. I'm so happy you've come here and discussed your travel wisdom. And I couldn't think of anybody better to talk about travel with. So, So, Jen, how can we get in touch with you through your social media? Okay, I have a lot. Yeah. So for my own personal one Mm -hmm. on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter, it's Jen, J-E-N-N, Weatherhead. Mm -hmm. So all one word. Um, And then for my site, it's Travel and Style Magazine. So on Instagram, it's Travel Style Mag. And on Twitter, it's Travel Style underscore Mag. And can I just say, like, your website is on point. Lots of good tips. So, yeah, I know Jen's like, uh, no, but for real, like, honestly, it, it's awesome. That's and travelandstyle.ca. Yay. Here you go. .ca. Yeah. Um, and to <laughs> reach to Purposely Mimi, it's Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat, Purposely underscore Mimi. And, of course, shoot me an email at purposely.mimi at gmail.com. 